Where am I? <laughs> Got all your paperwork in order? Mm-mm. Unorganized right now. All right. Welcome to House of Hoops with Bo, Brian, and Jeff. I'm Jeff Hausman, coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee. Welcome to the secret podcast where sometimes we talk about hoops. It's episode 102. It's Monday night, March 21st, 2022. Thank you for listening. here tonight in studio it's brian clark hi what up brian what's going on shit and coming to us virtually from st paul minnesota is bo brady what's up what up bo how you doing doing well good thanks for asking good what are we gonna do tonight we're gonna talk hoops we're gonna hang out who was it Rockets Pacers. That's the pick game of the week. Can talk about that. I don't know. Whatever else. Whatever we want. Maybe Tigers basketball. I'm prepared to talk about that a little bit. March Madness. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know if we'll be have enough time. Maybe everybody watch Winning Time. Winning Time. Yeah. I got some thoughts on Winning Time. Please, for the love of God, please visit houseofhoops.com, H-A-U-S of hoops.com. There you can find anything you need to know about the podcast. Uh, and you can visit our shop. Me and Brian were talking about uh, going to the Nets-Grizzlies game this week. And uh, I said, Brian, oh, it's been a while since we sold a t-shirt. I don't know if... Uh, I don't know if we're going to make it. Yeah, I looked on, uh, I'm off Wednesday, and I thought, man, I'd love to go to the Grizz game Wednesday. I know they play, and uh, they play the Nets. Uh-huh. So I looked up seats just through the Grizzlies app. I didn't check, you know, StubHub or anything. Oh, uh, The cheapest lower level was $325. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'm trying to make it a $500 night. Heard that. To get COVID from Kyrie. 
Maybe. We'll see. Could go. I'm not doing anything. Doing nothing Wednesday night. If we're not at the game, I'll just be watching basketball, Mm -hmm. I would guess. College or pro, one or the other. So, Bo, what's up, man? Oh, not, you know, all sorts of stuff, right? Yeah. How was your week? It was good. Watched some college basketball, a little bit of NBA. Nice. What college basketball games did you watch? I watched the end of the Duke-Michigan State game. I watched the end of the definitely caught that Kentucky-St. Peter's game. (laughs) Are you kidding? (laughs) That was fun. What did the state of Kentucky do to St. Peter's? Because they knocked out Kentucky and they knocked out Murray State. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. I guess I didn't put that together. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, I watched uh I watched that Memphis game, ob- obviously. The Gonzaga game? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, I watched cool. both both the Memphis games actually. Oh, cool. They were fun games. Yeah, they were great. I don't think you had to be a Memphis Tiger fan to enjoy those games. They were good. Yeah, that Duke Michigan game, that was definitely the best game of the day. What was that, Saturday? I think that was Sunday, right? I think you're right. Sunday. Sunday. Maybe it was Sunday. I don't know. Yesterday? I don't know. <laughs> uh, what else have you been up to, Bo? Uh, it's finally warm weather outside, so we've been outside. Kids have got their bikes out finally. Snow's melting. Bikes and scooters and hanging out with the neighbors outside. What kind of temperature are you looking at? Like 60s. Oh, Perfect. We went out to dinner with some friends Saturday night to this kind of New Orleans-ish style restaurant on the west side of Minneapolis in this uh, suburb called Edina, which is kind of uppity. And the old Edina has is it like this intersection that's 50th in France. Anybody from the Twin Cities knows is familiar with that, but it's like old Edina, and then they have like the new mixed development. Cr- buildings and shit and this restaurant was in the bottom of one of those things it, it was good mm-hmm. apparently they have a po boy shop that's open during the like during the day for lunch but Ooh. we ate ate like their fancy new orleans style food it was good it was packed hmm. there are table in sight to get dang that's cool yeah good for them i love me a good po boy now but i didn't get a po boy i got some crawfish etouffee which is delicious Mm-hmm. Had some heat to it, which is always nice. You got all sweaty. No, it wasn't. It was Minnesota heat. Mm. <laughs> no, you got to go if you want to get all sweaty. You got to go to Indian food or a Hmong style restaurant or mm. Thai restaurant, something like that. Non-white restaurant, and you get some spicy food here. Okay, sounds like you've had a nice week. Yeah. I love eating out. Eating out is such a nice treat. I haven't done it in a while. So I tell them always to go like in a hurry to get somewhere else. <laughs> I need to have a sit down meal sometime. <laughs> sit down while I eat. <laughs> Be nice. How about you, Brian? What you been up to? How are you? 
I'm good. How's your mental game right now? Right now, it's, I think I'm on top of it. I think I'm at peak performance right now. Yeah. Does that mean? Sure. What does that mean? It's just something that, something you say, right? Oh. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same. Watched some basketball. Watched some tournament games. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had them all on at work, so mm-hmm. kind of glance over. We got to keep up a little bit. Saw some good ones. Um, did some work on the house today. Brian's got a sunburned neck. Yeah, I had to get up on my roof. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Walked out to my backyard last week, and uh, one of the wind turbine attic exhausts was just, like, in my backyard. It had come off the roof. <laughs> I was like, well, that means there's just a big hole in my roof right now. <laughs> Yikes. So uh, it was a nice day today. My father came over. He brought his big ladder. We got up there and just I have two. We just went ahead and replaced them both while you we were up there. The other one wasn't really spinning. You know, so it wasn't really exhausting mm-hmm. heat out of my attic. So, yeah, got that done. Oh, you fixed it? Fixed it, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, got them fixed. Good for you. Yeah. It's good getting some, doing some work on the house. How many, times did, you fall, how many times did you fall off the roof? Not once. What? Not that's, once. That's good, Brian. That's a success. Even if I did not successfully get the repair done, just not falling off the roof. I just picture you like That's falling off and being like, "God damn it!" <laughs> like, yeah, with a broken neck, yeah. like laying in the bushes. <laughs> like, damn it! And like being pissed off and climbing back up the ladder. That's just all I picture. That's what would happen. Oh, back up there. <laughs> oh, gee, oh shit! <laughs> Here I go again. Boom! 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 boom. <laughs> Just repeatedly falling off the roof throughout the day. <laughs> uh, it's fun to picture it. Yeah. What else you been doing? Um, man, that's 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 really it, man. Working and watching basketball and yeah, yeah. Okay. How about you, Jeff? What have you been up to? Late nights, early afternoons. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of that. Not much sleep. Not much rest. Not much water. I got. I did something fun. I uh, I got my uh, built to spill tickets. Oh, I need to get those. They're coming to Memphis, and they're playing not a huge venue, like kind of a smaller room. Mm-hmm. So it should be a lot of fun. So I went ahead and got a couple of those. Nice. The show's not till September, but. Yeah. I don't want it to sell out. So I did that. That should be fun. We just we should all go again and but just not take Pat's neighbor. Yeah. This time. Yeah, Pat's neighbor is an idiot. <laughs> he's not invited this time. <laughs> he doesn't actually live he's not neighbors with him anymore, so I don't think we have anything to worry about. I wonder if Pat would want to go. I'm sure he'd want to go. Hmm. I'll have to text him. We should let him know about the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going on tour. So look for Built to Spill on tour near you. <laughs> they paid me to say that. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. It's just like so far away. <laughs> September. It's forever. Right now? What am I doing right now? I'm watching the end of this 
pick game of the week. It's a one-point game with four minutes left in the game. I didn't uh, finish watching it earlier in the week, so I don't really know how it ends. That dude is, all right. We'll wait for the pick game. I saw a uh, news article that was kind of interesting this week. Oh, yeah? You know, Mm -hmm. like daily life stuff, Mm -hmm. average person life shit. What the fuck is Netflix up to? Have you guys heard about this? I don't know. I'm about to no. cancel this shit. What are they doing? Dude, Netflix plans to start charging for password sharing. Oh. <laughs> it's going to be a charge on your bill and it's going to and it's going to be under like a shared password or something. How do they but how do they know if it's not your people in your house? They know. Cuz of the IP address? Yep. What if you're like uh, got a couple houses? Exactly. Or you're traveling. Exactly. Mm-hmm. These motherfuckers are about to lose half of their subscribers if they do this. Because families share these and then like their kids are in college or their kids go to spend a night somewhere and use mm-hmm. it somewhere else, whatever it is. Like people are logging into different devices under different IPs all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the customers are not happy. There's outrage. I've had Netflix since before they were streaming. Since it was just like DVD mailing. Like, uh, I'm not a charter member, but I was on it pretty early because I liked uh, getting the DVDs in the mail. I think what Jeff's trying to say is he prefers Netflix earlier work. <laughs> mm-hmm. I remember when they didn't even charge for the streaming. It was just included. And your fucking DVDs. Probably since like 2004 through 2006. Somewhere in there I joined. I think. I don't even remember. But it was like 8 bucks a month. A couple DVDs. Now it's 20 bucks a month. And that's all I use Netflix for. Is to share it. <laughs> <laughs> like what am I even paying for? It's a bunch of shitty fucking TV shows. Most of the time. I may cancel it. It's not even like worth it anymore. I seriously only hang on to it so other people can use it. Hmm. I haven't been using it in a long ass time. What's on there that's good? What's on Netflix right now that's good? I don't I can't think of anything that I watch on Netflix. Yeah. Like all the South Park stuff's getting pulled after this month. It's all on HBO. <laughs> it's all going to Paramount. Yeah, HB. I think I'm going to switch and just get HBO. Mm-hmm. I think I'd use that more than Netflix. I use HBO Max. Yeah. And uh, we have Hulu. Mm-hmm. We watch some stuff on Hulu. I hope this isn't a trend that like all streaming websites are going to start using where they're not, they're fighting against password sharing. It used to be Netflix encouraged password sharing, they didn't care. They have like almost 300 million subscribers. Yeah, are they not profiting enough? That's the weird thing about it is Netflix made a statement. It says the improper sharing of accounts outside the household has affected Netflix's ability to invest in great new TV and film for our members. That's what they said. They make a lot of crap, <laughs> though. Like they, yeah. they've, made some, they've made some good stuff, but they make a lot of shit. Like maybe don't 
invest in so many so much original content it's fucking trash most of it and i feel like a lot of it's made for like a much younger mm-hmm. audience like teenagers i feel like maybe 20 year olds there's nothing on there for me mm-hmm. netflix is like kind of boring i don't know if this is a good move for them i think they'll end up losing money if they try to cut down on password sharing people will just cancel it they get these extra charges. Netflix's goal, I guess, is to try to get people to create new accounts. So instead of sharing it, you can just create your own new account. Mm-hmm. That's like well, yeah, they want money, doubling their money. <laughs> yeah, and it does say in their terms, uh, the uh, agreement terms, terms of service. It says uh, passwords may not be shared with individuals beyond your household. But that's a rule that nobody fucking follows. Yeah. They're probably looking at how much passwords are being shared and used. And they're thinking, man, we could be making so much more money if we just didn't allow this. But guess what? Netflix, your your fucking brand isn't that fucking great anyway. I don't know. If I was a stockholder, I would dump it all right now. I just thought that was kind of interesting. That's, that's something that directly affects me. And it's, I, I mean, that's, dude, it's 20 bucks a month now. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm only paying it so my. So your mom and dad have it. <laughs> so, like, honestly, like my niece and nephews. Yeah. So, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> my uh, sisters, they use it because they have kids. Netflix kids, I guess, is pretty good. I don't know. Never seen it. I think that's a weird move. Bo, do you have Netflix? We do, yeah. Kids like it. Right. Do you use it? Uh, I watched Moneyball on there the other day. See, that's the thing is you can get Moneyball anywhere. <laughs> well, yeah, I can get it from the library. Yeah. I don't think Netflix. Yeah, I don't Netflix. use it that much, honestly. I could probably go without it. Yeah. They've continuously kept just raising their fucking prices. And now they want to make it more expensive, basically. I like, like, F is for Family. I enjoyed that. Yeah, that was good. Ozark's okay. I, I mean, I watched it, but it's okay. Yeah. Narcos was a good series. I really liked the first season of uh, Stranger Things, but then it got kind of bad after that, so Mm-mm. never watched it. I like the first season. I, I, we we watched the other season. Was it one or two, se- three seasons? I can't. Remember. Two yeah, or three. Dude, it's like the fourth or fifth season is about to come out or something. I'm not. I'm catching up on all that. Yeah. And now people are getting out more. COVID's kind of fading away. It seems. Maybe I'm just not paying attention to it as much. We're in a good spot right now, but it's not guaranteed to stay that way. Let's just put it that way. Right. Well, people in general, I feel like, are not like stuck in their houses watching tv anymore also it just seems like bad timing like people are going back out into the world and going out more often and then you want to pull some shit like this come on it just seems weird it's supposed to all start up like in the next month here so we'll see what happens may just cancel it if i if i go a month and i get like nine or like 20 extra charges on my bill i'm fucking canceling it (laughs) because there's no telling how many people have my (laughs) password 
It could be 20 plus. I wouldn't even know it. I've never changed my password ever <laughs> since the mid 2000s, like 2005, somewhere in there. Anyway, I'll get off it. I read a news article today. Yeah. Do you guys know who Billy Ray Turner is? Sounds familiar. Yeah, it's the uh, accomplish, accomplice, accomplish, accomplice in the uh, Lorenzen Wright murder. Oh, he's accomplished, all right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I saw this. <clears throat> so he was found guilty today of first degree murder. Mm. Apparently, there are two other counts. Life in prison, dude. Yeah, which they say six, 60 years is what they call life in prison. Mm-hmm. Um, took the jury uh, two hours to deliberate. Mm-hmm. I guess the evidence was was stacked against him pretty hard. He, he pled not guilty. Mm. But Lorenzen's wife, two years ago, three years ago, pled guilty to facilitation of first-degree murder, and I'm, I'm assuming that she named him. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He was found guilty of three counts. They did the sentencing for the first degree murder, which was the life sentence. He has two more counts. They haven't sentenced him, sentenced him for the other two counts for conspiracy and attempt mm-hmm. attempted first degree murder. I think they're just like lesser charges. Yeah, but it's not going to matter. It's, yeah, it doesn't matter. He's he's in prison for life. And good, fuck yeah. this guy. Yeah, finally. Yeah, fuck this guy and fuck Cheryl Wright too. They can yeah. rot in hell. Billy Ray Turner was the uh, the landscaper that knew Lorenzen's wife and may, I guess, apparently had a uh, secret romantic relationship with her. So she talked him into doing this. Mm-hmm. You know, she's the ringleader. Yeah. yeah. That was worse than strange. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My goodness. It took him seven years to the prosecutors to get this yeah the, out. they had the big break when they found that gun in that pond i wonder how that that all shook out if they knew to go look in that pond for that firearm martin said he told detectives in 2012 where the gun was located it was later found by fbi divers oh. and martin was the uh cousin right yeah he received immunity for talking yeah. Man, Lorenzo was like 34, man. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Martin. There it is. So Martin was, I think, uh, Shara's cousin. I think so. It's been a while since I've really revisited this story, you know? Yeah, I wasn't really planning on was going like super in-depth. <laughs> yeah, no. I just, I think he told the cops where the gun was, right? And then from what I remember, and then that got Billy Ray Turner indicted Mm -hmm. yeah so this guy billy ray oh oh, damn old billy ray turner's going to prison for life i think it's a good thing it's a little bit of closure maybe for all that but Cheryl Wright, she's gonna i mean she could potentially get out at some point she was kind of just the ringleader of it she got 30 years she got 30 huh Mm mm-hmm I mean, it's a shame. Lorenzen was a Memphis legend, you know? Yeah. I remember his dad thinking, oh, he probably went to go. He's probably overseas trying to get a contract or something. Right. It's one of the highest publicized murder cases in Memphis history. I mean, you have the Lorenzen murder and then you have like the West Memphis three. Mm -hmm. 
Martin Luther King. Hi. Yeah. Well, that yeah, that goes way back. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, people are murdered in Memphis every day, but this is high-profile situation, I guess. Yeah. I mean, he was a he was a favorite son of Memphis. You know, played high school ball here. Mm-hmm. He played for the for the Tigers. Mm-hmm. Coached by Larry Finch. He was a baller, man. Played for the Grizzlies. Thirteen years in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the city was it was kind of a bummer in the city when when he was murdered. Everybody yeah, was man. everybody was affected, you know. Yeah, it was scary. Yeah. It was like, holy shit, what? It was hard to believe when it happened. Say what? Bo, you got anything to liven it up? Jeff, did we get a voicemail this week? Yeah, we do have a voicemail. Okay. Just then, asking. Yeah, let's listen to the voicemail. How'd you know we have a voicemail? I don't know. I didn't I didn't tell you. <laughs> Bo, while uh <laughs> while Jeff's um fixing the switchboard over here so we can listen mm-hmm. to the voicemail, I was gonna ask mm-hmm. um how are you doing this week in the um championship semifinals in the fantasy league? I did not make it past the last round, so I'm oh. in the consolation bracket. So I'll probably done streaming and really caring and just gonna update my lineups from here on out. Didn't make it. Evan made it. Evan did. I will say that Brian um, made it. Bogdanovich going down hurt me because I um I would have won threes if I had but Bojan Bogdanovich playing. And then also last night Van Fleet was out. Didn't play, but he's playing tonight. Mm. Thanks a lot, Van Fleet. That would have helped me too. Gotcha. Huh. It was really it was really <laughs> close. Huh. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Dang, yeah. that sucks, dude. It was close. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at a rough week. I got past last week pretty well, but I've got still got John Collins and Brandon Ingram out pretty much indefinitely. We don't they don't know when they're coming back. So mm. still get third place, right? Yeah, it's possible. Doesn't get your name on this trophy. Does not. I'm gonna be streaming like a madman. All three of your streams. Yeah. <laughs> All right, is it voicemail time? Yeah, sure. Let's listen to voicemail. Hey, this is Jonathan from Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, which is right outside of Spokane, Washington. Was at the Memphis-Gonzaga game last night, uh, going for the Tigers. Um, my question is this. Uh, Drew Timmy, college All-American, great college player, doesn't seem to be on any NBA mock draft boards. I uh, just wanted to hear your thoughts on why his game does not seem to translate to the NBA. Thank you. Jonathan, thank you for the voicemail. Thanks, Jonathan. What a good question. Memphis Gonzaga game. And he's talking about Timmy. I watched him play in that game. He looked good, especially after halftime. He did not look good in the first half. Mm -hmm. And then at some point at halftime in that locker room, he turned into Tim Duncan. I'd say more Brad Miller, but we'll take Tim Duncan. (laughs) Well, he was hitting those fucking crazy bank shots like Tim Duncan, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he put a dip in. That's what happened. He really stepped up his game. So the question, from what I could tell, if we may need to play it again. 
but from what I could tell, he was wondering why he's not on more draft boards. Is that the deal? Yeah, if you go look at, I don't know, Tankathon has a mock draft up, right? Mm-hmm. And he's not on there. Hmm. Two years at Gonzaga? He's a junior. Hmm. Wikipedia says he won the Carl Malone Award in 2021, which is horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> To answer the question, my opinion is he he just looks like that prototypical really, really good college player. Like he's going to get to the NBA and he's just going to be not athletic enough, not quick enough. That could be it, the quickness. Mm-hmm. That's probably the foot speed. And he'd probably get eat up on defense. If you remember the pick game we watched, not to get ahead of ourselves, but the it was the big guy that played for... The Pacers. Rick Smiths. No. You're talking about... Um, Go to Cheddar or whatever his name is. <laughs> Goga Bitaze. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was questions about that guy being an NBA prospect. Just because they don't like big guys now. Well, he looked it's good bad, in the pit uh, game. He did look really good. <laughs> that's probably a bad... Uh, oh, that's a bad comp. He looked so good that... In my notes, I spelled his name uh, phonetically oh. so that when we get to the pit game, I will appropriately pronounce his name. Let's see. Hmm. Well, there's an article on Drew Timmy's DUI and suspension. Well, no, I think that was the coach. Hang on. <laughs> yeah, Mark, if you got a DUI. If you got it. <laughs> I didn't read yeah. it. I just saw the headline. <laughs> Let me see. I'm trying to find out what's wrong with this guy. Because at one point when we were watching the the game on Saturday, I watched it home with my wife. And uh, Mark Few was yelling at the ref about something. And, and my wife just yelled at the TV, tell it to the bartender. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Arguably the best low post scorer in the nation. I mean, it's all positive stuff online. So what's the problem? Somebody's going to get a steal. He's probably too slow. Yeah. And not athletic enough would be my guess. I wouldn't be surprised if the further they go in the tournament, if he starts showing up on these draft boards. Yeah, it's true. It's true. He also really took over in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, he really did. When he, our bigs got in foul trouble. Yeah. He had an impact, a noticeable impact in a game. Pretty sure that a, Scout would notice something like that. I wouldn't be surprised if he starts sliding up uh, into boards. It wouldn't surprise me at all if uh, the Spurs drafted him <laughs> second round. <laughs> I'd say the Kings take him in the first round. Oh, that would also not surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> in the lottery. <laughs> Let's see. What are the what are the other hilarious teams that might pick him? The Pacers? I don't know. <laughs> There's an obvious one. Boston. Boston. The Jazz. Boston, Utah. Uh, yeah. He'll slide into one of those teams. I mean, let's let's be honest here. If, if Gonzaga wins the tournament He's and, and he goes on some amazing run, then then Jordan's going to draft him in Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you he moves into some boards. Maybe he just hasn't been watched. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe he hasn't shown interest. Doesn't have an agent. Maybe he hasn't uh, 
said that he's going to go to the NBA. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's going to finish out his career at Gonzaga. Maybe he's a four-year guy. Maybe it's known that he's a four-year guy and he's not coming out early. That's a possibility. It could be. He wants to get that marketing degree desperately. He wants to be a dentist. Hmm. Can't get them big old hands and no mouth. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> there's articles on this guy out there. Nothing that says that there's like, you know, something wrong with him. Here's a draft note from NBADraftRoom.com. He spends, apparently he's spending a lot of time in the paint, but, uh, you know, post-play isn't in vogue these days, but neither is the handlebar mustache. And Timmy's trying to bring them both back. Is it that he doesn't get out and shoot enough threes? Is that the fucking thing? Yeah, I mean, I haven't I haven't watched enough to say whether he stretches the floor. He hit one in this game. Mm-hmm. He took one and hit one, so. Mm-hmm. He's not much of a rim protector. That's a knock on him. His main value is offensive. He doesn't get a lot of lift off the ground. So he's got a low vertical. He's not athletic. I would think he'd be worth taking a... Not much of a rebounder, apparently. A flyer on. Yeah. Especially if they do well in the tournament. I mean, he could be like a morale guy. Could be a good locker room guy. I don't know. I mean, is he going to be any better or worse than... Brian Scalabrini? Right. Don't know. I mean, Scalabrini's good. And I feel like you can learn defense. Feel and touch on the offensive end seems harder to learn. He's got offensive skills. Like there's concern about his ability to defend in the NBA. Oh, yeah. He get caught in some switch, pick and roll. He can get eaten alive. Yeah. So I think that answers that question. Do we need to listen to the voicemail again because i don't know i think we covered it what else he said that was it thanks jonathan hey this is jonathan thanks jonathan (laughs) appreciate the voicemail thanks for calling in yeah call back anytime please do sorry if we missed anything in there just have to call back (laughs) all right moving on bo what happened with the uh Lakers in Minnesota game that we talked about last week. Oh, man, that was uh, – uh, yeah, Pat Beverly came out and all the Timberwolves, they just talked shit on all them Lakers. <laughs> they whoop, whooped their asses. Who won the game? Timberwolves, man. That's right, they did. They were talking mad shit out there, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Did, you listen oh, they to were. Any, did you listen to any of those post-game press conferences? I'm, I did not. I, it was on my to-do list, and it's, it, it slipped me. It slipped my mind. Oh. You were talking about it, though. Yeah, it was pretty hilarious. Westbrook made a point to say that the uh, Timberwolves haven't done anything. <laughs> so why He's are they talking wrong? all this shit? <laughs> He's like, cool, it's, it's a game. You want a game. On to the next one. <laughs> well, I will say this. This is the Timberwolves their best road record this year they're 18 and 18 their best road record in 17 years wow. so westbrook ain't wrong mm-hmm. yep minnesota made the lakers look bad when we talk about play-in situations that's a possible one although now i think uh 
I think Denver's in the play-in situation. Well, Denver and Minnesota are kind of yeah, fighting for that 6-7, yeah. Jockeying. I saw the Wizards beat the Lakers this week, too. That made me laugh. Well, the Lakers actually won tonight, and the Pelicans lost. Mm-hmm. That's pretty important. We got like two. For, what do we got? Two? Two weeks? Three weeks? Ten, ten games, roughly. Yeah, like three weeks. Total play-ins. Play-ins began April 12th. The playoffs will start on the 16th of April. It's a few weeks. Plan's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. A non-COVID restriction playoff atmosphere for a play-in. They are fun. I was really against it at first. <laughs> well, after that, what was that? That There was essentially a plan for the Nuggets and somebody one year. Was it Nuggets and Blazers? Who was that? For the 8-9 seed at the end of the year, there was like a half, like that game decided who went to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was the Wolves. I can't remember what it was. And the Nuggets won, of course, because they had Jokic. And it was kind of a precursor to the play-in, I felt like. What was it, just like the last game of the regular season? And there was two teams that were literally... Yeah, and you get that. I mean, between some teams, like you look at the end of the schedule, this yeah, but before you don't, there were play-ins, and, and yeah, every, but you're game not gonna has, have, every game has an implication. Well, well every game has an implication, but you're not going to have like where... It's win or go to the play. It's win or go home, basically. For mm-hmm. that instance, was like the team that lost went home. The team that won went to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It's not like a okay. Well, if we win and then Dallas loses, we're in. Yeah, it it builds drama to see who makes it into the playoffs. Who's who's just barely good enough to make the playoffs? I don't know. If it were, I think it takes attention away from the top of the league, though. Nobody's talking about like who's the best. It seems like there's less talk about who's jockeying for like fourth and fifth place. Everybody's just talking about plans. Playing, okay, playing, well, playing. I'll, I'll argue the point with that. I think that's incorrect because this year, the number three seed, the Golden in the West, the Golden State Warriors. Steph Curry just hurt his toe. He's out for three weeks. Uh, Draymond's been out for most of the year. Or in and out of the lineup, and then Clay was just kind of fight getting back. And I would say that the media and fans are well aware that the the Warriors were healthy, which is a big if. They could be easily the number two seed. And Wiseman's going to come back, so people are aware that if they come to the playoffs in a couple of weeks, you know, fully healthy, people are watching the Warriors. Is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I just haven't heard anybody talking about like, oh. Can the Bulls come back and get home court over the Celtics or anything like that? Like this, right no, now, the Bulls are the sitting in fifth and the Celtics are sitting in fourth. And that should be like a topic of conversation, I think. You know, uh, can the Bulls push through and get back ahead of the Celtics? But instead, all we hear about is plans. That's all I mean. It's like we're giving yeah. more attention to the bottom half of the playoff teams than the teams that. Deserve the attention that are up at the top. And I think it's weird. Yeah, it's it's interesting because it's like teams just fighting to get into the playoffs. But I think it takes away from what teams have done that have better records. Also have implications on the last couple weeks of the season as far as uh, do they win games or lose games. Like right now, 
the Sixers, Celtics, and Bulls, like the, all those, and the Bucks, all, all three of those teams could still switch spots in the standings and completely change the playoff bracket. But it seems like everywhere I look, everybody wants to talk about play-ins because it's like, uh, you know, been made more interesting by this play-in tournament. That's the new kid in town. Yeah. But whatever. So be it. I was against it at first, but I'm coming around. It, it is interesting and it is fun. But why don't that like what, when are they going to do the one through three tournament <laughs> to decide who gets first place? And then the four, five, six tournament to see who gets home court in the first round. When does that happen? That would be cool, right? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You Jeff. wouldn't watch you a just... tournament? You wouldn't watch a uh, a one-off tournament? They're not doing that shit. Those teams are already in the playoffs. The point is to... Yeah, but you, to you have dis- something to win. The point is to disincentivize tanking. And, you know, your team's banged up. Don't You don't just pull the plug. You Tell that to the Thunder. Well, yeah, the Thunder, the Rockets, the Pacers. There's going to be a handful of teams at the bottom. But you don't have like a Hawks team just shutting it down because they still yeah. think they can make it or the Wizards. Yeah. And I think that's a good thing because we watched the, the pick game, obviously. And I mean, they're just packing it in for the for the Rockets. <laughs> Are they? And what is telling Fertitta done to that damn franchise? <laughs> well, he pissed off Maury and Harden. Yeah. Yeah, man. Pretty much it. Just keep those guys around, and like, why buy an NBA team if you don't want to win and spend money? Because you can. Because you love basketball. You just you love to, losing. You just want to make it. You know, not the James Harden show. I'm just saying that there's, Petita. there's incentive for a team to at least have like Sacramento traded Halliburton because they thought they could make the play in. And maybe next year they will make the play-in with Sabonis. Mm-hmm. Hey, Bo, we're watching the end of this uh, Mavericks-Wolves game. Yeah, I got it on. Okay, cool. What's going on? The Wolves are down pretty good. Now they've they've kind of fought back, and they're up. Jason Kidd, you didn't look happy. That slow blink. Bertans and Boban. <laughs> That's Mavericks roster. How about that Spencer Dinwiddie though, huh? Yeah, he good. He's been rolling since they got he got out of Washington, hitting game winners and shit. It's been really good, Brian. Have you seen any of that? Yeah, yeah. We talked about him last week, didn't we? Who are those yeah, fucking we did. clowns dancing? What was that? Maniac Madness? What was that, Bo? I, I'm well, a, this is on delay. I think looked like some just. Large Mavericks fans dancing. Yeah, it's Dallas. Bo doesn't yeah. know what's going on. It's not Minnesota. I got confused because I think Minnesota's wearing like home jerseys. Blue team. <laughs> Where's Bertans? Nope. He didn't make the video. The slow clap video. Yeah. On the Jumbotron. Bertans didn't make it. It's not a part of their future. He's <laughs> <laughs> not even playing tonight. This would be a big win for Minnesota, man. Get closer to that fifth spot. 
They're trying to separate themselves from those play-ins, aren't they? They should. Yeah. They want to. They don't want to have no part of that shit. It makes them look better as a team if they're not in that shit. Well, yeah. But if I mean, does Denver look worse because they're in the play-in? Well, they have an excuse. It makes them look like they were, yeah, vulnerable. Without, I would agree. It makes Denver look more formidable. Yeah. Without, man, that would be that would be shitty if they're the sixth seed and they got to play the Warriors. Be shitty if they were in the play-ins and lost. Yeah, especially if they a non-play-in scenario, they would have been guaranteed a, mm-hmm. at least two games. Yeah, speaking of Nuggets, it seems like they're uh, trying to slow games. down. It looks like the Nuggets are trying to slow down the Jamal Murray talk. What are they saying? He may not be ready? Yeah. Ooh. They're saying it's like kind of gotten out of control, all the talk. Yeah, I thought he would have been back by now. but Coach Malone said, I've cautioned like probably three different times this year for everybody to calm down. <laughs> As of right now, there is no immediate return on the horizon for either one of those guys. He's talking about uh, Michael Porter Jr. or Jamal Murray. Yeah, two max guys, but I guess Porter's more considered more likely to return, but there's still a lot of questions around Murray. Yeah, we're going to rush him back. Doesn't look good. The Nuggets are making an effort to slow down the fucking excitement of him playing, you know? Speaking of guys that are done, Damian Lillard's officially out. Hasn't played since 2021. They've officially shut him down with 10 games left. No more Dame. Yeah, I mean, what, what's the point there, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's official now. Oh. <laughs> Did you see Jamal Crawford? Speaking of official, he retired. No, I did not. I saw it. He had some grainy instagram post of him in front of a basketball goal on the, co- on the coastline hmm. it's like come on jamal you can do a little better than this <laughs> yep he's hanging him up 20, 20 years. years 20 years one of only eight players to do 20 years in the league who's the other one kevin garnett i know it was vince carter robert Parrish. God, Robert Parrish never, ever stopped playing. I think he's still in the league. <laughs> Haslam, maybe. <laughs> Who else, Poe? Vince Carter is at 22. Parrish is 21. Kevin Willis, 21. Mm. Garnett, 21. Oh. Levinsky, 21. Kareem, Kobe, and Jamal Crawford, 20. That's it for the 20 club. Stockton, made, Stockton alone made 19. Shaq made 19. Kareem, yeah. KG, not surprised by either of those. Haslam's at 19 right now, and LeBron's at year 19. Same with Mello. Mm, wow. I don't know if Mello makes it another, but LeBron should. I don't know about Mello. I don't think he wants to go out like that. You think Mello <laughs> would hang around for another year? On Lakers? No. Off the bench? I don't think he will. he's the type of guy that wants to fade away. I think he'd rather just walk. I think he's fading. Yeah. Actually. He already is. Oh, man. Uh-oh. Reggie Bullock. Dinwiddie. I don't know what a pass, though. I mean, 
I guess it shouldn't be that big of a surprise that Dinwiddie is he's good. Mm-hmm. You put him with Luca, he's going to be better. Yeah, I like Dinwiddie. He got a bunch of fucking, I think, unnecessary bullshit when he was in Washington because it just wasn't working. Mm-hmm. I don't think the other teammates were responding well to him. I've been a fan of Dinwiddie since he played for Brooklyn. Man, Pat Bev just said the worst flop ever. It's pretty cool. You mean Chris Paul, Pat Bev? It was just like it was in that NBA, like in that NBA Live game where you hit that the circle double tap and you got to just fall over. Nobody near him. <laughs> <laughs> you can still do that, I think. Can you? <laughs> you switch to the defender that's off the ball and just oh, have yeah. him fall on the floor. You can have your whole team on the ground at the same time if you want. <laughs> Double tap circle. Look, he kicked it. I throw. I throw these towels. Is Luca getting kicked out of the game? Yeah, was he about to throw something at the referees? Look like it. Hey. Oh, he he did. <laughs> he just, just said like. I just saw an interview with him. He was talking about I'm done. To, I'm done talking to the refs. I'm done. <laughs> and he's been bitching at the refs for the past like five minutes. He was bitching about Patrick Beverly playing him tight defense. <laughs> hey, hey, you saw this. He kicked the ball. You saw this. Look. You see, you see, right there on the ground. He kicked it. How's he talking to me? Tiger tattoo mad now. Tiger have fang. You want fang out? A fang is out. Say ball went through my legs the other way. How do I? He kicked it. I'm having a beer. Hell yeah. Has Pat Bev got earplugs in? I saw that earlier. I don't know what the fuck that is. He can sure dish it out, but he can't take it, huh? Can't hear you. We got the earplugs in. Coach, I can't hear you. That's a little weird. Luca. Dude, Pat Bev is in his head. <laughs> oh, he did hit the rim. What a yeah. good. Pretty good. Is that Alex Rodriguez? <laughs> yeah, it is. Look at him. <laughs> did you see him? Yeah. Standing right at the scorer's table. He's sitting there. Hey, is that the game in Dallas? Huh. Oh, look at that. Yeah. What the fuck, Pat Beverly? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just like keep looking at that. It's just like, what are you? Wild man. Yeah, he's a psycho. Did you watch his JJ Reddick interview yet? No, I need to. Yeah, you do. You can. It's a podcast. You can just listen to it. I, was, I would never watch it. You can listen though, like in your headphones, yeah. while you're doing other things. Doing whatever you do. It's worth it. I listened to that Jason Lee interview today. What's Jason Lee up to? He's skateboarding a little bit. Yeah. Doing uh, movie and TV st- stuff. He talked a lot about making money. So I think he's motivated by the dollar. But he sounds good. I think he's out of the Scientology thing, which is a good thing. He didn't mention it. Yeah, I heard him say before that he was going to stop doing like big movies and just do like projects he wanted to do. And he got rid of like his big house and shit. Yeah. I listened to a Jay Maskus interview yesterday. Mm-hmm. Oh. And uh yeah, he's a terrible interviewee. He's I'm sure he's just like he's probably like, oh yeah, they, just, they ask they just ask him a question, he's just like uh yeah. <laughs> no, he's not he's not into it, dude. 
<laughs> it does not care. <laughs> he started, they, they asked him about his, uh, his, his Instagram account. And he's like, well, I don't, I don't really do, uh, social media. The only social media I have is a Strava account. For his bike riding. Yeah. And the interviewer's <laughs> like, uh, so does, does somebody else run your Instagram account for you? It's like, uh, I mean, yeah, I assume so. <laughs> oh, that's funny. He's so disconnected. Yeah. Where care. was the, where did you, where was that? Um, it was, it was older. It was on a, it was oh. on aquarium drunkard. It, I guess it was right when they released the new album, which was what, like late last year. Mm-hmm. Sweep it in space. Yeah. And that again, lucky son of a bitch, man. Yeah. He's there asking about I was like, I mean, it's it's you should check it out. You guys should check it out. It's it's just funny. It's like it's like painful to get through, but it's funny. It's because he does not care at all. I asked him to like describe the recording process. And he's like, I'll record from like three PM to five PM every day. He's like, I just can't spend a lot of time recording. Mm-hmm. <laughs> His philosophy on recording <laughs> albums was pretty was pretty funny. He, because yeah. he's like, well, he, he was like, I didn't really record during COVID because what's the because you can't tour on it, so what's the point? Yeah, like his philosophy is, you, make, you make an album so you have something to tour on, yeah. and that's it. Like he's not making albums as like mm-hmm. his like artistic release, you know? Yeah, he's it's like not- I just gotta put this shit out there so I can go tour. <laughs> but check that interview out. It's about an hour long, and it's uh, yeah, it's awful. <laughs> Yeah, so sounds good. <laughs> sounds good. Did you at least listen to it at a faster speed? No. Sounds interesting. Oh, man, you're a glutton for punishment. No, I was I was walking around the park yesterday. I was like, I have like an hour to kill. I'm going to go walk around outside. And I was like, oh, this interview is like exactly an hour long. <laughs> Perfect. All right, so is it on Apple Podcasts? It's wherever uh, you can find be. House of Hoops. Yeah. Everywhere, probably. I believe, I believe it's on all the, so, the podcasts. R- remind me of the... the uh, I'll send I can it to just you. Type in Jim Mascus. Aquarium Drunkard. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. That was one of those. Uh, you guys remember blogs? Mm-hmm. That was one of those um, one of those music blogs. Mm-hmm. It's like they're still around. Oh, it's just in your feed. I got you. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Bo, I got bad news. What? Oh, God. Luca. Pat Bev tried to like say good game or something, and, and Luca just totally fucking blew him off. <laughs> Luca's like, yeah. Did yeah, <laughs> you see that? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, whatever. He's like smiling because they won. Yeah, whatever, dude. Watch right here, Brian. Look. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> he like waved bye bye backwards. Bye bye. <laughs> That's funny. Pat Bev was probably hoping for like the bro hug. Like, good game. Like, yeah, I'm good. Luca's like, nah, dude. Fuck off. He's still, Pepe's still arguing with the refs. The game is fucking over, dude. Why does he have earplugs in? To, so that he couldn't hear the crowd? Oh, they're just what? booing right in his fucking face. Dude, he had like shit in his ears. I know. Strange. I've never seen a player do that before. Plug their ears in a game <laughs> on the road. <laughs> they really hate him in Dallas, I suppose. Thanks a lot, Westbrook. <laughs> All right. I was thinking when this game ended, we could kind of move on with the podcast. 
Yeah. What else do you want to talk about? Uh, college basketball, Brian. What do you have notes on? What do you want to talk about? Um, I mean, I felt like after the the voicemail, we probably could have segued into some some tigers a little bit. Yeah, we could if, if we want to talk about that. I don't remember what happened, but we didn't do that. Yeah. So let's do it now. Sure. Everybody, wa- did everybody watch the Tigers Gonzaga game? Yeah. Of yeah. course. Of course you did. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. Tigers look really good, and I feel like if they hadn't gotten in such bad foul trouble, they would have won that game. But foul trouble has plagued the Tigers. So what are you going to do? Don't foul so much? Yeah. They looked really, really good in the first half. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were just out there running and causing chaos. I, th- I feel like Gonzaga got out there, and they were just like, what? Mm-hmm. How do we combat this? What they're doing doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, how do you defend something that you can't understand? It seemed more simple than that to me. Yeah. It seemed like they were just trying to bang that shit in down yeah. low. Trying to make the extra pass, find the open guy, and then, like, be inside. Mm-hmm. I felt like the Tigers missed a couple opportunities with hustle plays. Felt like there was some some lackluster hustle periods of that game where they just weren't going after the loose balls and mm-hmm. things like that. Hey, like game-changing plays. What changes the game? Uh, diving for a loose ball or yeah. something like that. I just didn't see much of that. Felt like they kind of let the game slip away, and then that Timmy dude, Drew Timmy, came out after halftime. Tigers just were not fucking ready for that. During yeah. Nobody. That was that was the the big adjustment. They kind of, I feel like they spaced the floor a little better so he could get to work. Mm-hmm. And he did. Mm-hmm. The Chet Holmgren guy who's supposedly going to be, you know, mm-hmm. the first or second or third overall pick. Mm-hmm. He looked good coming out of the gate. He got a couple blocks on Jalen Duran. Mm-hmm. And we're thinking, like, this dude is just like a block machine. <laughs> right. Just because, I mean, he's he's so tall. Yeah. Just put your hand up there. <laughs> that was the matchup to watch from things that I've read. Yeah. I mean, those are the two supposed, you know, Jalen Duren supposedly a lottery pick. Crazy. Yeah. You, I, couldn't, I couldn't tell you that by watching him all year that he's a lottery pick. Mm. It just doesn't feel right. Yeah. I mean, the games that he's been good, he's been really, 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 really good. Yeah. And maybe he got caught up in some of that fucking drama. The Tigers had a weird season. Yeah, they did. But they finished strong. And that's what I can give them is they finished really well, pulled it together, made strides as a group to be better than they were last year, made the tournament, won a game. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Yeah. Good season. And played the, I mean. Proud of them. They lost by four points to the overall number one seed. Happy for them. Yeah. Something to build on. But they had a bunch of weird-ass drama early in the season. They lost games they shouldn't have fucking lost. Cause, and I think Duran was probably caught up in some of that. If you're Duran, you're trying to appease everyone. <laughs> right? Yeah. You're, on, you're torn between both sides. Yeah. He's a freshman. He's buddies with Imani Bates. Of course. Yeah. And he wants to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot. Right. And go to the pros. And... Look good out there. Play well. Yeah. He's probably torn between a lot of that shit. Caught up in it. Good games, bad games. Good on Gonzaga. They're always good. What'd you expect? 
But, man, they were so damn close. Tigers. Yeah. So damn close. They almost had it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that second half was a bummer, man, because Timmy came out just yeah, balling out. And nobody put the fire out. Timmy Duncan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you knew he was going to score, like, what was it, 10 straight? 10 or 12, I think, yeah. Yeah, Tigers got the first bucket in the first or in the second half out of halftime, and then he just went bananas. And yeah, he went ham on them fools. Yeah, Tigers were fouling a lot and getting called for a lot of. I don't know. There were some goofy foul calls in there. Timmy just kind of got to do whatever he wanted. Mm-hmm. At one point in the second half, you could tell. I mean, the refs look over. And like all of our good players are on the bench for because they're if they're in foul trouble, mm-hmm. they have four or five, oh, three or four fouls. Yeah, it's tough. And so they started. They kind of tried to even it out, and they started calling some fouls on Gonzaga. And Mark Few, Gonzaga's coach, was like losing his mind. <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing that. Mm-hmm. The flop warning was pretty great. Has anybody seen a flop warning in a college game? I don't. I think that's the first time I've ever. That's the first time I've seen I've that. Recognized mm-hmm. it. That was hilarious. <laughs> Chet Holmer got hit by a sniper somewhere in the <laughs> upper deck. Yeah, I think I remember that. <laughs> Jalen Dern dunks it on him and just <laughs> standing over him. I thought that was going to be Dern's fifth foul. I was like, well, that's it. He's out of the game. That's what needed to be happening <laughs> the whole game. They called the flop warning, and I, I went from hating college refs to I was like, colleges are awesome. That's so great. <laughs> I think if you give the Tigers a maybe best of five or best, if give the Tigers three games against that Gonzaga team, I bet you they win too. I'm not sure about that. I think that was kind of like a punch them in the mouth out the gate mm. and get them back on their heels. Yeah, I don't know. I think they realize they can muscle that Chet kid. Yeah. And they can uh, – Maybe manipulate Gonzaga's defense a little bit. I think there was uh, there was room. I mean, I don't know. I think there was room for a, the Tigers to be a better team there. I wish I could say that, but I think that Gonzaga's also, in three games, they're not going to have three bad first halves like they had mm. in that game. On defense or offense? Both. Yeah. I don't know. I felt I, I just watching the game. I was like, the Tigers just aren't doing enough. Mm-hmm. That's what I felt. I was used to seeing like in the la- the last previous like two to three weeks, they had been doing more. I felt like just playing harder and more effort, mm-hmm. more aggression. Maybe the fouls was getting in the way of them playing aggressively, but I just felt like there was another gear. It was probably the fouls. Yeah, it's probably the fucking fouls. You get two fouls in college, and all of a sudden you're afraid to mm-hmm. you're afraid to defend, afraid to do anything. Hell, Chet even fouled out. Yeah, he did. Oh well, we'll see. I mean, they got some more games to play, so we'll watch Gonzaga and see if they're the real deal. Yeah, they play Arkansas Thursday night. I'll Ooh, definitely be watching that game. Yeah, that's a fun one, Arkansas. I was. God damn! I, I was know. hoping, dude. I know. <laughs> We've talked about on this podcast that we want to see a, like a reborn Arkansas Memphis rivalry. Like That'd fuck be so UT. Fucking awesome. Like fuck UT. They can eat this. Yeah. yeah. We don't. They don't want us. We don't want that. Yeah. Fuck it. 
I'd much rather play Arkansas every year. Musselman, way better, way better situation. Yeah, for everyone. And I thought that at halftime, like that could we spark up, it. We were up ten. I was like, oh my god, that could spark a rivalry. We're gonna if we win this game, we, we are gonna get to play Arkansas. I know it would have been so perfect. Like the storyline was just set. I looked, ahead. I looked ahead. Yeah, it was set. But it's your fault, okay. Brian. It's just, it is. It's my hey, fault. Hey, man, I'm rooting for Arkansas from here on out. Actually, Purdue and Arkansas. But well, I was going to say Purdue, right? Yeah, yeah, I got to root for Purdue. Michigan. Okay, Michigan. <laughs> I'm rooting for Jawan Howard, Michigan, and Arkansas and Purdue. St. Peter's. And Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, though. Like, I want one of those three teams to win it. Purdue, Arkansas, or Michigan. That would be cool. Yeah. In my opinion. But what about you and thoughts on the Tigers? I didn't really watch a whole lot of Tigers this season. Mm-hmm. I usually get I usually ramp up at, for the tournament, conference tournament stuff. I was watching it as a civic enterprise more sure. than But did uh, any thoughts met. go through your head while you were watching the game or <laughs> uh Jalen Duran? Looks like he'll be a basketball player in the NBA. Mm-hmm. I felt like the based on the way the season went er, early for the Tigers that they've they figured some stuff out. Yeah, and hopefully this sustains into the next season. I know they're going to lose some players. Obviously, it's good to see. I mean, just from a basic fan perspective, it was really good to see them win the first game and then almost win the second game. They look good, Lomax. I like Lomax as the point guard. I felt good with him running the show for sure. You might be the only person. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, was, they had no other option is what yeah. I mean. Like they, they had nobody else. Like I yeah. felt like, okay, well, this is the best they have. He doesn't get a I lot of it, praise. Yeah. I, I like, I, I like Lomax a lot. Yeah. Um, I think this, I think the story is great. I'm glad he got to play in a tournament. Yeah. Yeah. It's his Finally. fourth, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's his fourth year. He can return next year though because they have the they had the COVID year. Oh, so he can return. That's funny. So he does get a lot of criticism, which is he's a, he's a kid, man. I know yeah. he's yeah. old for a kid, um, but he's like he's a college basketball player. If yeah. he was any better, he wouldn't be on the team. Right. Exactly. He's he's. I think a lot of people, and myself included, I, I would like to see like a more dynamic player at point guard for the Tigers, but yeah. But you got to give Lomax respect. He keeps he keeps that team in check. He keeps him calm on the floor. He's he's like he's the general out there. That's yeah. what he does. Mm-hmm. Like if he if he didn't come back in that that first game, man, they would have been fucked. Yeah, he got he gutted that Boise State game out. Mm-hmm. He was hurt. But yeah, I like Lomax. I just you know I respect him. Yeah. He's a great he's a great college player. But yeah, I think a lot of people in Memphis just wish they had uh, you know they wish it was somebody there. else, but yeah. You get what you get, you know. If you don't have Lomax, you don't have Penny, so fuck off. Yeah, right. <laughs> they kind of go together. Yeah. True. <laughs> <laughs> like that's kind of how it all started. Yeah. <laughs> like Wiseman, Lomax, mm-hmm. Penny. Yeah. It was all or nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Everything else is just Icing on the cake, seems like. 
I can't really talk fucking Tiger basketball with people. Just everybody's fucking. All of a sudden, at some point, it became like okay to think and talk out loud that Penny Hardaway was like a dumbass, <laughs> like not a leader, yeah. not somebody you want around your kid or any kids mm-hmm. at all. It's like, what the fuck is going on here? Well, it's kind of like the Kentucky fans getting like turning on Calipari. It's like, dude, dude you just like you lost in the tournament. That happens, and he wanted he won you guys a championship. It's kind of. It's kind of like Kevin Love wanting out in Cleveland when it's like, dude, you have a massive contract and you won a championship in Cleveland. So it's just like, just, just own it. Mm-hmm. Like if, if Kentucky got rid of Cal, who would they get? Right. And it's like Penny too. With It's like, uh, oh, he just can't coach. What? How many years in professional basketball did he play? Mm-hmm. He can't coach. He doesn't yeah. know what a coach does. <laughs> He got Larry yeah. Brown on his bench. Yeah, he doesn't know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Really, that's fucking ridiculous, man. People just say stupid ass shit because it's the cool thing to say. Yeah, like it's the cool thing to say is to hate on Penny and talk shit. It's silly because Memphis isn't going to get anybody. You fucking better. idiots! <laughs> no, they're not getting anyone. John Cobb Perry's not walking back in that door. <laughs> do you fucking do? Does anybody realize that Penny does not have to do this at all? At all. Does not need this shit. He could be playing golf all day. Yeah, yeah. That's what he wants is the media to fucking bust his fucking balls. Yeah. That's why he flipped out on the media Hawkins. dudes. Yeah. 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 He's like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> I don't have to do this shit. Yeah. I'm doing this because I love this city. Mm-hmm. And you're fucking pressing me about some bullshit and making it worse. Yeah. You're making the whole situation fucking worse. You're trying to get something out of me as a reporter because you need something to fucking write Mm -hmm. about me because I'm the fucking show. I'm the fucking big story. And so you 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 say some shit trying to get something out of me. And you know what? Like Penny could just walk, just be like, fuck all this. (laughs) I don't need this. But he's doing it because he bleeds Tiger fucking Blue. He is Memphis. He only wants to bring the Memphis program to an elite level where he thinks it belongs. Mm-hmm. He thinks it's possible. He saw a window. He could get in as a coach. He got in. He thinks he can do it. He thinks he can relate with the kids and, and uh, create a good environment for players where they want to be there and where they can create something and win. That's the only reason he's fucking doing it. He's not doing it because he has something to prove or earn. <laughs> and if you don't think he knows how to coach and you think he's a fucking dumbass, it's probably you. <laughs> That's the problem. It's, it's so insane. Have you ever met Penny Hardaway? He's not fucking dumb. Yeah. He's actually a really smart fucking guy, and he's, he's 10 fucking steps ahead of you before mm. you even fucking <laughs> meet him. <laughs> Try to talk some shit to Penny's face. See what happens. <laughs> Come on, man. He already knows. You, you're not the first one to try. Yeah. He already knows. The response is already set. He's not, he's not dumb like they think. <laughs> not dumb. <laughs> it's so insane, dude. People are so fucking ignorant. 
And most people are people that like live in different cities and different towns and they've never even been around the guy or seen him or have any idea what the fuck they're talking about. They just see what they see on TV and they, they read something in a media and they're like, oh, I know, I know, I know what this is. This is some dumbass new head coach that doesn't know what he's doing. He don't know how to coach. Hell, he can't coach. Dude, he fucking can. Maybe just sit back and enjoy it once in a while. It's amateur sports. Like, this is supposed to be entertainment. Yeah. A lot of times it's people from out of town that just want a fucking reason to fucking hate the, the other team. Some kind of ranting, sorry. And a little carried away. And a little carried away because it's just so goddamn frustrating. <laughs> and I'm actively like standing up for Benny. <laughs> Even when they were losing. Like, y'all need to just chill the fuck out. You're just making it worse. And Penny, I trust. You've and that can be just the fucking answer. You've done a full 180. <laughs> that can just be the answer. <laughs> it can just be, we trust Penny. Yeah. There doesn't have to be anything behind it. It can just be that. What What am I 180 from? You've done a full 180 from being the biggest Tubby Smith fan in the world. <laughs> I was a fan of Tubby. <laughs> I like Tubby too. I felt like he would be fine too. Was I mad that Penny got the job? No. No, but I was. I'm just busting your balls. I'm just fucking with you. When I felt like Tubby didn't get a fair fucking <laughs> yeah. shot. Yeah, Tubby got outed. The fans turned on him. The media turned on him. He didn't get a fucking fair shot. I'll never fucking change my opinion on yeah. that. He was doing good things. If it wasn't, if if Penny didn't become available, oh, Tubby would have. I mean, I don't know if he'd still be there now, but there's rumors that Penny's people were telling kids not to play at Memphis. Yeah, not to play for Tubby because Penny wanted the seat. There's rumors. I can't validate those. They're out there. Yeah. Hey, man, that's fucking rumor. So I don't know. It was weird that no kids would from the Memphis area would oh. go play there at Memphis. It was weird. Yeah. Hey, you know. I don't know. It's just that's just getting on top, man. You know. To make a tomlet. <laughs> Got to crack a few Gregs. Yeah. <laughs> We got to move on, dude. This is getting dangerously long. Yeah. Is it pit game time? To sum it up, I'm proud of those Tigers kids and Penny and everybody. They faced adversity and they came out on top, I think. Agreed. Very pit proud. game of the week. The pit game of the week. So every week we pick a game to watch. It kind of gives us a way to check in on the pulse of the teams in the NBA and uh, and look at different teams every week, you know, kind of talk about different things. Gives us a new topic every week. So that's the pick game of the week. <laughs> the pick game was Friday night. The 24 and 47 Indiana Pacers. <laughs> At the 17 and 53 Houston Rockets. That was our pick game of the week. Jeff, why don't we pick this game? Well, for one, we hadn't seen the Rockets in the number two overall draft pick. Jalen Green. The other reason being we hadn't seen the new look Indiana Pacers. With Halliburton. 
and Jalen Smith. <laughs> there were mm-hmm. there were things to look at in this game. Yeah. I, I, want, uh, I saw Jalen Smith out there, and I was just thinking, how many pages of notes does Jeff have <laughs> on Jalen Smith? I've already talked about Jalen Smith enough. I mean, it's two young teams. It should be fun to watch, right? Yeah, I wanted to see my boy. <laughs> Jaron Jackson Jr. Jr. <laughs> Jalen Smith. The former son's lottery pick. Number 10 overall draft pick. And I wanted to see Tyrese Halliburton. Mm-hmm. Was there any, re- any other reason to watch this game that I'm missing? No, no, I think that's it. <laughs> mm-hmm. What'd you guys think? What about uh, Halliburton? I thought he looked like an NBA basketball player. but <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I don't know, man. The Rockets are so bad. Did you have a hard time watching this game? I did. Once I, I think I think we said this earlier, but once I saw Dennis Schroeder playing for the Rockets, I just kind of lost all motivation to really care. Well, yeah, that was kind of an interesting thing to me, too. It was like, oh, yeah. There's Dennis Schroeder. Where have you been? I had the same thought. Like, oh, that's where he is. Oh, yeah. I think we all kind of forgot he was in Houston. So I was kind of thinking about Dennis Schroeder, and I was thinking about Houston. I was like, wait wait a minute. What's going on here? (laughs) He he was an even on the plus minus, though. They have no other option at point guard in Houston. (laughs) What the fuck? Why is Dennis Schroeder playing and not John Wall? Yeah, like, and and for tennis paying John Wall how much to not I mean that makes no sense. How do you validate that to the people when you say we want to play our younger players and grow? Mm-hmm. That's why we're not playing John Wall. Dennis Schroeder comes off the bench. I mean to be fair, they're it's Kevin Porter Jr.'s their point guard. That's exactly right. That's what it is. He's their starting point guard. Now and whenever he's healthy, mm-hmm. probably forever. He's good. He's well, to be fair, John Wall's thirty-one years old, and Schroeder's twenty-eight. So that's no, that's a big difference. <laughs> no, John Wall argued and disagreed with the decision to have him come off the bench. That's why he's not playing. Mm-hmm. John Wall will not come off the bench. No. That's why he's not playing. Dennis Schroeder can live with it yeah he's playing so that's what's going on there talking about Halliburton earlier he had kind of a quiet game Mm -hmm. 10.7 assists three rebounds he did have two steals and a block shot it's kind of frustrating because (laughs) this game was played on Friday night and Tyrese Halliburton is on my fantasy team and I was (laughs) I wanted to advance to the to the next round mm-hmm. but don't worry this game notwithstanding i did advance to the next round of the fantasy playoffs yeah good for you so halliburton had kind of a quiet game maybe that's because malcolm brogdon's so much better than him <laughs> he had a very loud game <laughs> mm-hmm. 11 and 19 from the field including two threes yeah, I think the the real story for the Pacers in this game was our guy Goga Bitaze. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't really focused a lot of um, energy on him in the past. I know he's been on that team for a minute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what he looked like to me? He looked like a guy who would pair up really, really well with Miles Turner. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Why? I just think that just from watching this game, yeah, I have no further point of reference on Goga Bataze. But he just seemed like he was just a beast in the paint, man. Well, when you got a center that makes every shot he shoots, it's usually a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> he took he took nine shots. Three of three from three. And hit nine of them. <laughs> That's good for a hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Despite Buddy Hield's four of twenty. The Pacers hung in there. I felt like they kind of had control of the game the whole time. The Rockets look like they're just kind of like uh, kind of weighing it. Yeah. Let's get the ball to Jalen Green and figure it out. Yeah. A lot of driving to the – a lot of outside shots are driving to the rim. Christian Wood, he's got kind of a mid-range game. but He went off. The Rockets were He's banging threes. <laughs> yeah. The Rockets are like either – Maybe they're still holding on to that logic of like either a very high percentage inside shot or a three. Mm-hmm. It's possible. But uh, yeah, it was fun to watch the young teams run, get after it. Yeah, Jalen Green was good. First quarter flew by. Two hour and 15 minute game. That's a little on the light side, a little on the short side. What broadcast did you guys watch? Houston. Houston. Also Houston. So you saw Craig Ackerman and Booty Call? Yes. I mean, Ryan Hollins? <laughs> mm-hmm. He talked about uh, when he played for Memphis. Was Lance Stevenson. About? Yeah, that's what it was, yeah. Yeah, because he oh, plays for Indy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He said he was one of his favorite teammates, right? Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. So Booty Call said. Lance is a, he's a hype man. You need guys like Lance around, kind of bring up the level. Mm-hmm. This game was kind of like sensory overload for me. It's like way too many players I'm not super familiar with. <laughs> right, yeah, for me, it totally was. Yeah. Uh, both teams. It was just a lot. I think when in the future, when we're doing pick games, maybe we pick, uh, maybe we pick a game with, one team we don't know a whole lot about. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know a fair well about Indiana, but you're trying to watch Halliburton, and you're not sure whether to watch offense or defense, who you're looking at exactly. Like the Rockets team, mm-hmm. I was just like, who is Deshaun Tate? Who is Kevin Porter Jr. exactly? Garrison Matthews? Like I'm trying to figure out how this guy's even in the fucking league. I, I've seen that guy play a couple times. I do not like him. I just I don't like the way he looks. I don't like anything about him. I don't know yeah. why. I have no. like I have like a weird irrational hate for that guy. No, like I'm not in on him at no. all. He Matthews. just he looks like he looks like filler. He just know? doesn't move well. He he can't defend anyone. Yeah. He can't score. He I looks, guess he's good at attacking the rim, but I didn't see stupid. much of it. He looks stupid. <laughs> looks like an asshole. I don't know what that's all about. 
On the Pacers side, um, <laughs> I spent a few minutes uh, thinking that Dwayne Washington Jr. was Chris Duarte. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. So I'm stupid. <laughs> Did Duarte play? No, I think he's injured. Yeah. Left toe. Soreness. Rubio's now on this Pacers team. Well, I kept waiting for him to come out. <laughs> Left knee ACL tear. He's not coming. And Miles Turner hasn't played in like a year. TJ Warren. It's like, ugh. I don't know. Well, we I watched the game. Buddy healed. It's just out there jacking him up. And that's four for twenty. Like I this team doesn't look like it's really gonna help Tyrese Halliburton's development. Because Brogdon is so ball dominant. Yeah. Like, that's a weird thing there. And then uh, Buddy Hill, he just shoots it all the time. I know Halliburton's had some really good games. This is not probably a very good representation of his season as a whole. But, uh, ooh. (laughs) It's not great. You want your starting point guard to do better than 10 and 7 if he's Better than Demonte Sabonis. Yeah. If you gave up Sabonis for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. But no, his, his stats, Halliburton's stats with the Pacers for six through 16 games have been pretty, has been pretty solid mm-hmm. for right. a 20, 21 year old. Yeah, I agree. This wasn't a, an appropriate representation. Maybe he just got punked out by Jalen green. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe Dennis Schroeder. Was it Dennis Schroeder? No. Maybe Kevin Porter Jr. was talking crazy-ish to him. Maybe. Porter Jr. has been having a, a – it appears some issues with his ankle. He left the game at one point, came back. But it seems like – it's. I, I think I heard Ryan Holland say it seems like once a game he, like, tweaks that ankle. Yeah. Hmm. So he's probably ready for some rest, some offseason. <laughs> Those guys have just been running and running the whole fucking year. Mm-hmm. Playing beat up. It's probably ready for... All oh, these guys are probably ready for it just to end at this point. The Pacers were favored on the road by four points. So that says something about where this game was headed. It was not my favorite watch. It was probably my least favorite watch of the year. Mm-hmm. Can you pick games. Can you tell me about any of these players? I thought Jalen Green looked like you remember that movie Old School? Yeah. The guy's Spanish from Old School. <laughs> I just was waiting for Will Ferrell to come out and like Spanish. <laughs> they have the same hairstyle. They do. Yeah. yeah. Christian Wood. Mm-hmm. I just feel like he is empty calories, though he was hyper efficient in this game if you look at his numbers. I I just it's just the Tilmer Tillman Fertita bullshit and Christian Wood like all these players just feel like they're just playing for nothing and for like a garbage owner Mm. with nobody in the stands when three years ago they had a different owner and the stands were packed Mm -hmm. I don't think you see any of these Rockets players like diving on the floor for the ball I do like that Deshaun Tate though he seems like kind of a bulldog but you're right like at and some of it's these guys are all so young they don't know how to close out games yet Bo like this game could have gone either fucking way you know? well, that's what I mean, and that's why. And so I think two things: one, the play-in 
like a team like this Houston team, if you had the right vets, if let's say, let's say you put Pat Beverly on this team, which Houston could have had Pat Beverly and another like wing veteran and like a veteran point guard, like maybe John wall on this Houston team <laughs> and they could be in the playing mix. Mm-hmm. No, like they're veteran- tanking. They're tanking. I, and I don't, I don't think they should be tanking. They should be playing John Wall. They should have traded for Patrick Beverly, and they should have a veteran wing and like a like some veteran big guy that's semi out of the league but could still contribute. Yeah, they just want to rebuild it. Yeah, but that I don't know. Like that's bad habit stuff. It's yeah. not winning. It's not winning basketball. I yeah. mean, they do. They they do look like they're like a couple of vets away from from. Yeah. Like not even good veterans, but well, just having some locker room guidance. I mean, Kevin Porter Jr. looks good. Jalen Green looks good. Well, they do yeah. now. Christian Wood. Like they got good. Dennis Schroeder in there as their yeah. vet. No, Are you kidding me? And then John. Now wait a minute. Kevin Porter Jr. and Jalen Green look good now. Mm-hmm. They did not at the beginning of the season. Yeah. They could have looked a lot better if they, they had John Wall throwing them alley oops. They've fucking grown, dude. There's no doubt about it that Jalen Green looks more confident and like a much better overall basketball player out there right now than he did at the beginning of the season. They're coming along. They're getting experience they need. How long? There's a lot of articles out there like how long are the Rockets going to wait mm-hmm. and do this tank thing Yeah, before they go for starting to win. There's a lot of people out there with the same mind frame that you have, Bo, where it's like you could probably win, but actually I think it might have been the right move this year just to let these guys kind of fucking learn. Mm-hmm. But Christian Wood is a different story. He's ready to win now. So they've kind of got mixed pieces there, I think. But, yeah, no, I think this season was really good for Porter and Jalen Green to just get a ton of run. And that's what they've done. Kenyon Martin Jr., him too. Ryan Holland seemed to really like him. I trust his judgment. He's watched more Rockets games than I have. <laughs> Seems to like that kid. I wasn't even sure he was going to make the league, really. So that's good. I think it is a fine line, though, Bo, like what you're talking about, where it's like a losing culture. Yeah. You don't ever go I don't think it. I don't think it's worth it. Yeah. I mean, it, like the Grizz... When they got Jaw, they were not supposed to get Jaw Morant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just you can't let it go on too long. Mm-hmm. They've got talent. They've got good young talent. You can't be Philly where you're in year seven of tanking. Yeah. How many fucking players they burn through doing that shit? How many Michael Carter Williams do they go through? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, There's so many. Tony Roten. It's a bunch of guys. Mm-hmm. Nerlens Noel, <laughs> Joel uh, Okafor. Jalil, yeah, yeah. Jalil Hookafer. Yeah. Like, it was so many guys. Markel Fultz. So many fucking guys yeah. on that roster in Philly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we'll watch Rockets. It's a good conversation. Like, how long should they wait? So they get some more draft picks this year, and then what? What, do we, what are they doing then? You could say the same for the... Pacers, yeah. what are the Pacers are just going to rebuild? What are they What are they going to do? Pacers need to be healthy. Pacers need Miles Turner. They just want they're going to try to get a draft pick this year. And then probably Pacers with Rick with uh Carlisle, mm-hmm. probably going to try to win next year. Yeah. Kings are probably thinking the same fucking thing. Mm-hmm. 
Houston? I don't know. Do they go for the trifecta of tanks? Or do they just kind of run the guys out there and see what happens? Like, if they're winning, then they're winning. And they don't necessarily make any moves to get better. They just roll the guys out there. <laughs> I bet they do that. <laughs> I bet they just roll these same guys out there with uh, another one. Yeah, right. <laughs> another young guy. And just see how they mix. Throw it all in a bowl. See how it blends. Yeah, I could see one more year of this for Houston <laughs> easily. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Rockets fans. But how about that Jalen Smith <laughs> for Indy? Here we go. First half off the bench. Who led the entire game in scoring? <laughs> Jalen Smith. JSJ. Jalen Smith Jr. Jaron Smith Jr. <laughs> Jaron Smith Jr. <laughs> this dude played 10. Let's say I'll give him 11. Let's say he played 11 minutes in the first half. 15 points, 9 rebounds. Pretty fucking solid. Plus 11. The highest plus minus. The highest points. He was clearly the best player on the floor in the first half. I was going to say, did he just not play in the second half? And he didn't. Two minutes in the second half. Unbelievable. Because your boy was going off. Oh, yeah. Goga Bitaze. This Kuga. was the Goga Bitaze game. Kuga, Kuga, Galumba. <laughs> yep. Brogdon. It was the Brogdon second half. 19 points in the second half. Yeah, no, no, uh, no, Jalen in the second there. So I, don't, I can't explain that. He doesn't play a lot. I mean, Phoenix never put him on the floor. Maybe he was just winded. <sighs> he wasn't. <laughs> nope. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> they just went in a different direction. Silly. Somebody free Jalen Smith, please. Maybe they didn't like the matchup on Christian Wood. I don't know. Maybe Christian Wood was besting him. Carlisle didn't like it. Oh no, he got Christian Wood got twenty two in the second half, so mm -hmm. maybe your guy did need to be playing. Yeah. I'm for Jalen. We'll I think that's know. a talent that you develop. Maybe he pissed off Carlisle. Maybe there's an effort situation that I missed. That that was his knock in Phoenix was he didn't develop like they thought he would, so I don't fucking know. I'd love to get more on that kid. I'd love to know more about what's going on there with Jalen. Like, why is he not playing the second half? I don't get it. Those 13,000 fans deserved <laughs> to see mm -hmm. more Jalen. Mm -hmm. Indy led by five after the first half. And then uh, they won the game. By three at the end. Indiana did not cover. I was going to say they were favored by four, correct? <laughs> mm -hmm. Ooh. Did not cover by a point. Like, how the fuck does Vegas do this shit? How do they get it that close? Seriously. Wow. Did you, uh, did you bet money on this game, Jeff? No. I've just been gambling on, uh, 
college hoops right now. It's worked out pretty well. Mm. Go Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> Go Arkansas, Michigan. <laughs> and Purdue. And Purdue. Go Big Ten. You know, those uh those Indiana players, they I don't know if it's a strength and conditioning thing they got going on, but all those players looked really strong out there, except for Halliburton. Halliburton's a twig. But, like, the majority of their role players and everybody, they look really beefed up, strong players. Having their way with those Rockets guys. Just looked like they were out-muscling them a little bit. Wish we could wish we could have seen him with with Miles Turner mm-hmm. and Chris Duarte, but hey, you know, yeah, like all the guys, T.J. Warren, yeah, John Wall. Mm-hmm. What if? Totally different game with all those guys that are out. Oh well, I enjoyed it. I didn't mind taking a look at these teams and getting a little more comfortable with them. We'll lean in more next year. See what these Rockets are doing. I'll pick like a Rockets game when they're playing somebody we know more about, like like a Rockets Dallas game or a Rockets Spurs game would be more fun, I think. So many guys I wasn't a hundred percent sure who the fuck they were. <laughs> and I know that's like kind of what we're supposed to be doing is figuring that out, but if I had more time <laughs> mm-hmm. damn it, man. I just did not feel like I was as prepared as I could have been for this show tonight. I'm a little disappointed. Let's call that the pick game and pick one for next week. Get the hell out of here for Bo. Yeah, for me. What do you see, boys? Is there a team left that we need to cover, or do we not care about that anymore? Um, not this week. I didn't see any good ones for teams that we have not covered. There's one maybe for our next episode, but for this episode, I think uh, just kind of do what we want. Yeah. Especially after that fiasco of a pick game. Sure. Let's do something fun for Bo. Yeah, I'll take the heat. (laughs) Hey, the Mavs are playing the Timberwolves on uh, Friday night. You want to watch that? I don't know. That was a fun game. Mavs-Wolves rematch? What night is that? Friday night. Is it in uh, Dallas or in in Minnesota? I'm just throwing that out there. So we're going to use a five star system because I'm a five star man. How many stars is that game? I think four. Yeah, I cannot in good faith give that more than three stars. Three stars. I I agree with Brian. But we could, if we want to meet in the middle, that's fine at three point five. I don't really. I'm just that game was close. They're gonna Pat Bev's gonna be ready to go. Yeah, three and a half. Okay, yeah, the Pat Bev Luca wrinkle gives yep. it the extra half star. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The way he waved bye bye like behind him at the end of the game when Pat Bev tried to shake his hand. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go another half star for that. <laughs> <laughs> and laughed as he walked away from Pat Bev. <laughs> yeah, half star. They were like Joe. I couldn't tell if they were joking around on the court during the game or if Patrick Beverly was like trying to mess with Luca and Luca was just laughing yeah. at him. Yeah, I think Luca was just like uh, too complete at this game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we are same guy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you and me same. <laughs> you are from Chicago. I am from Chechnya. 
You know, no, no, you do not know me. You do <laughs> in, not know me. In my country, <laughs> this is not jail. We saw your legs off for this. In my country, this is nothing. <laughs> this is nothing. You are nothing. You are a little man. I don't need your fucking canteen. Too little. <laughs> what? Uh, what about? What about? And hear me out. What about the Milwaukee Bucks and the Memphis Grizzlies on Saturday night in Memphis? Mm. Yeah, sounds that sounds really fun, and we don't need to go too crazy about trying to learn nothing about nobody. We can just watch that one. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I assume yeah, I like it. We're gonna watch it anyway. So three and a half or four stars. How do we rank I think it? That's like a four star. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, excuse me. I think so. Yeah, four it is on a five star scale. Don't know what makes that like Dylan's back. Like it's gonna be a good game. Yeah, that's gonna be a good game. Dylan versus Grayson Allen. Um, which game? That. Yeah, Grayson Allen. Um, if he's playing, he's out like all the time. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Which game's better, Milwaukee versus Memphis or Brooklyn versus Memphis? Because they play them both this week. Wednesday is Brooklyn in Memphis. That's that ESPN stuff, huh? Yeah, that's kind of a big deal. Yeah. Which means that it's going to be widely covered, and maybe that's not our job to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Four stars, but trending down. Yeah. Trend, trending downwards. Uh, Bo, here's a fun one that I saw Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I think that's Tuesday. It might be Thursday. I can't really read my handwriting. Might be Sunday. <laughs> I think it's Sunday. Minnesota at Boston. Mm. Fun, right? Yeah. How many stars would you give that? I was looking at Tuesday, and I, and I thought you were going to say Atlanta, New York, and I was going to say no, no, no. Well, I want to do a fun one, a little like middle of the pack kind of shit. Here, yeah. Yeah. that Minnesota at Boston is Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. Three and a half stars, Bo. What do you think? I think three and a half, four, somewhere in the mix. I don't want to watch that game more than I want to watch Luca and Pat Bev again, though. You do or do not? Do not. Do not. So I would agree with that. Three stars for Minnesota Boston. Only because we gave Dallas Mini three and a half. It has to be less. Right. Because of what you said. Mm-hmm. Utah is playing Boston on Wednesday, and that's the only that's the last one that I saw that I liked at all. Eh. I nah. don't want, I don't want to watch Utah. Nah. We want to watch something Memphis or Minnesota, obviously. <laughs> Those are the only ones left. We want something for us. Indeed. Treat. Let's treat ourselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've, we've had a good run of picking really good pick games. And <laughs> I just mean like in the way that we're looking at teams like outside our markets and kind of learning more about these other teams. So... Yeah, so far, highest-ranked team game is Milwaukee at Memphis, four stars. So at this point, I think we need to pick between 
Saturday and Friday. Friday being Dallas at Minnesota. Saturday being Milwaukee at Memphis. Those are our, our two to pick from. So, Brian, I'll be the tiebreaker if if needed. Bo? Mm, Brian? <laughs> I just tonight watched a Dallas-Minnesota game, and that would be fun to watch. Again, the rematch, but I haven't seen Milwaukee play in a minute. I haven't watched them play in a minute, so. I'm definitely leaning towards that game as well. I'm thinking Milwaukee at Memphis. Mm-hmm. And maybe y'all can go to the game Wednesday night just to go and have fun. I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, but what's your Venmo? We'll send a request. <laughs> so, yeah, send me a request. <laughs> I'll buy the tickets and then send you a request. <laughs> I think that's it. I think it's been decided. We're going to watch Saturday Milwaukee at Memphis. Josh should be back for that. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Zaire Williams versus Giannis. No. Zaire Williams versus Chris Middleton. What's the matchup? What's our what's our favorite matchup look looking it's ahead? Dylan, it's Dylan Brooks versus Giannis. Drew Holiday and Josh. Chris Middleton. <laughs> when is Brooke Lopez coming back? Uh he's ramping up, I think. I think I read something that he's ramping up. So maybe it's Steven Adams versus Brooke Lopez. There you go. It's not the matchup I'm watching. You know, if I have time, I'm going to check in on that Dallas-Minnesota game too on Friday. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> what's the best matchup? What's the most interesting part of that game? It's Brian Cardinal versus Kevin Garnett. What? I think it's just – it's Those like guys both played for well, – for the Timberwolves, what? I want to see how <laughs> Drew Holiday, what he if he can do anything to John Morant. Yeah, I like that. I like that matchup. I like that. And then let's see how Taylor Jenkins can scheme for Giannis. Who guards Giannis? Who who takes the fouls? Brandon Clark. If, is, is is yeah? Is Dylan on Giannis? Yeah. Brandon Clark on Giannis? Jaron. Jaron fouls out in the first quarter. Stephen Adams. <laughs> yeah. I think they throw a lot of different looks at him. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Throw Jaron on there and he throws Stephen Adams on there. Who like Stephen Adams muscle wise, I like that. If he can keep up with him laterally, stay in front of him on defense, I don't know. No. I think you're right about Brandon Clark. Brandon Clark could be a interesting matchup there. This will be fun to watch. Let's keep our eye on stuff like that, you know? Let's watch the game. Take some notes. It'll be fun. All right. Let's get the hell out of here. It's a two-hour show. Yeah. Thank you, Bo. I had fun. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Brian. Appreciate you. Go get some rest. Yes, sir. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, everybody, for listening.